bought a new car. What's going on, everybody? One where the top goes down so we can see the stars. This is your friend Ryan Oddman coming to you live from my home in Chino Hills, California. It's a blessing to be here with you right now to share my story. So, a lot of you have probably heard my story by now, but for those of you who have not, I'm updating my testimony video to update because a lot of things have changed over the past three years and um, I'm really embracing that I've been healed from autism. Now, a lot of people do not believe that autism can be healed, and you're right. From the doctor's perspective, you cannot be healed because it's something that happens developmentally in your mind. But through faith in Jesus Christ, all things are possible. And that's not just a religious phrase, that is pure truth, universal truth, that Jesus Christ heals autism and he can heal anything. He can heal coronavirus, and that's a whole other story for another time. But I really believe, because I have witnessed it, autism can be healed. So those of you who are watching, I want to share my story. And I really hope and pray that you listen. So I'm going to just pray a little bit right now. Heavenly Father, thank you for those who are watching right now. Thank you for that one person that needs to hear about my story. I pray that you would bless him or her and help their eyes to just not be so blocked off and not believe that's not true. But just use me as a witness of what you've done in my life and what you're doing in other people's lives, whether they know it or not. In Jesus' name, amen. So, where do I start? Well, my grandma was a woman of faith, Grandma Gloria. She was born and raised in Kingston, Jamaica, and Grandma really loved all of us so much. At the age of two, I was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. The doctors told my parents that I wasn't supposed to read, talk, that I was supposed to be put in an institution by the age of 20, and that nothing good can come out of my life, that I was retarded. My mom didn't know what to do with that news. She was just caught off guard. And anxiety rose through her brain. Just like a lot of you mothers out there that are listening, maybe a lot, uh, like anxiety rose through your brain when you found out your child was developmentally um, disabled. Or maybe physically disabled, like any loving, caring parent would be. My dad was in denial. He didn't believe, he didn't want to believe it. He just wanted to put it away. But my grandmother, Gloria Hamilton, when my parents told my grandma about it, she was like, Ryan doesn't have autism. <laughs> I don't want to do a Jamaican accent, but you know what? Just for grandma's sake, Ryan doesn't have autism, man. No, he's gonna win in life. He's gonna do great things. He's gonna turn terrible things into terrific things, man. Yeah, my grandmother 
believe the impossible. She was in denial. She just looked past what the diagnosis was saying. My grandmother would pray to Jesus Christ every day that he would heal me from autism. And she continued to speak words of life over me. She didn't say, oh, autistic grandson or, oh, he probably can't do it. No, she pushed past the limits that were in my life. And she helped me to realize that I was a whole creation in Christ. She helped me to realize that I could do above and beyond and that she continued to show such gentleness, such love, such compassion, such passion for my life and display a life and being Christ-like because of her relationship, not religion, but relationship with Jesus Christ that she saw past my diagnosis and helped my mom, my sister, my dad to believe what was impossible in the moment. The doctors told my parents that I wasn't supposed to talk, read, or do anything, but at the age of five, I started to read. Or wait, no, at the age of five, I started to talk. When originally I wasn't supposed to talk. Albert Einstein didn't start talking until he was four years old. So, with all that said, I was diagnosed with autism. I did have autism. But my grandma had vision 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 some of you out there you need vision for your child's life you need vision for your student's life you need vision for your client's life you have to imagine them being healed you have to imagine that the love of god can overtake every obstacle in their life you have to imagine them doing the complete opposite maybe for some of you out there you might have a handicapped loved one in your life you have to imagine them being able to walk you have to imagine them being able to to read to talk and do completely opposite things of what people are saying over their life our words have power the bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and there's a universal belief that that you could speak things into existence i truly believe that is biblical that what you speak it will happen and so my grandma, she would continue to show such love through the love and compassion of Christ. And God uses people like how he used my grandma to have vision. So you out there could be a person of vision for that specific loved one's life. They're not developmentally disabled. They're able, they're just challenged. And you have the, the peace, that love, to bring their life that can touch their lives forever. My grandma, here for a limited amount of time on earth, she continued to pour into my life for 16 years. Then at the age of 11, I met a lady, a teacher, who was also a believer in Jesus Christ named Mrs. Fitch. And you know what? God used her mightily, powerfully to speak into my life. She would continue to teach me how to read and do math and for three years straight she continued to be right by my side even though I know she didn't want to at times because it was hard for her. her our class was really a pain in the butt to her but she continued to show such love compassion and grace and the Holy Spirit used her mightily to speak into my life when she didn't even realize that the Holy Spirit was using her to speak into my life yeah 
Mrs. Fitch was used mightily and Grandma was used mightily. They were women of vision through Jesus Christ. It's real. It's a true thing. Jesus Christ does do big things. He's a God of miracles. That's who our God is. If you're not believing, you're listening to this, I really want to encourage you. He is a God of miracles. He is still alive today. He's not dead. Jesus is not dead. He's alive. He's reigning. He's, he lives. He's king forever. Yeah. After the three years of me being taught by Mrs. Fitch were done, um, Mrs. Fitch would continue would tutor me on weekends in middle school for, for the time being, and she would speak. She would continue to share stuff in the Bible to me, and I didn't care. I was like, "What? Huh? I didn't care for things in the Bible." But get this, get this. I could see Christ in Mrs. Fitch's life. I could see the light shine through her life. Even though I didn't care for the words that she was speaking, I could still see the love of Christ just through her being, through her inner person. I could see the Holy Spirit in her. So for some of you out there, maybe you feel discouraged because some people are not listening to you talk about biblical truths, but it's all because their eyes are just not open to it. Their ears are not open to it yet, but they are being open to it because they could see the love, the light, the passion of Christ shine through your being without you having to use any words. There's a interesting quote that says, preach the gospel and use as little words as possible. I believe in that truth now. People are not open to the, to the Bible through our words, but it does say in 1 Corinthians 2 that the kingdom of God is not by word, but by power, demonstration, through our lives being revealed. Some of you out there that are listening, you may not believe in Christ, but you see the light of Christ shining through me right now. Because He loves you, so He shines past a believer in Christ to shine to those who are not believers. He loves you. He loves you so much. Anyway, so I just wanna just share that with you, how my grandma and how Mrs. Fitch believed in my life and they cared for me. And then something happened in my life. My grandma passed away at the age of 16 and the prayers were being answered. I was able to talk, I was able to read, I was able to do um, great things, but I still didn't have Christ in my life. But interesting thing happened at the age of 20, I went through a really hardcore setback where I wanted to I wanted to take my life. I ended up attempting suicide by trying to electrocute myself in, in my bathtub drunk. I was angry at myself, but my heavenly father sent my earthly father home on time to save my life. And the next day, I had this joy, this inexpressible joy that no, I can't even explain. I just knew I was alive for a reason. And I had a friend named Asher, and I still have a friend named today named Taylor, who encouraged me to pray to God, even though I wasn't really all down for Christianity. I just, they encouraged me, they didn't stuff it down my throat, but they encouraged me to pray to God. 
So I did, and I had a change of heart, which means repentance. Repentance just means a change of heart, a change of mind, and realize, God helped me to realize that He was real. God, not anyone else. God helped me to realize that He was real through the situation of me trying to kill myself. Sometimes God allows things to happen, allow, allows things to happen so that we can come to the experiential knowledge of knowing Him, experiencing Him through His Holy Spirit. Now, He doesn't like that, but He knows that sin in the world causes us to think that we know it all, but through Christ, we have it all. Through Christ, only through Christ, we have all things. So, long story short, it's been, it's been almost seven years since that suicide attempt this November. It'll be seven years. And man, I can tell you that God has helped me to realize a lot. People with special needs will experience healing. A whole creation manifestation. Whole creation just means that God created us to be whole in this creation and to build, to do things great, to do greater things that Jesus did. John 14, 12 says, greater things shall you do. So he wants to use the special needs community to do great things. Whole people, whole means perfect, real, right, perfect. He wants to use incapable people to be capable through his love and perfection, through the grace, the grace, the grace empowers and changes everything. That's the vision that God gave me, just like how he gave grandma and Mrs. Fitch a vision for my life. He wants, he gave me a vision to, to help people with special needs to know that he wants the best life for them, not just in heaven, but for here on earth in these days that we're going and he wants to do great spectacular things. We're in it right now. The harvest is here. The harvest is plentiful. We're not waiting for revival. We are the revival. We are the kingdom. We are everything. So for you, those of you out there that have a special needs loved one or know somebody with special needs, believe that they're gonna do something extraordinary in your life. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for that person that's watching right now that needed to hear my testimony. I pray you would bless him or her and help them know that you are real and you are true and you are God. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, everybody. Cheers.